Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are going to be giving you one of 50 Mama interviews. These interviews have been conducted by Drama Victoria over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday. These 50 interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victoria drama teaching game. So sit back, relax and enjoy a slightly longer than usual version of The Aside. Please note that the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded. This is interview number 18, and I am sitting here with living legend, Mr. (laughs) Peter Elliott. (laughs) Hello. Um, Peter, welcome. Thank you very much, Robin. Lovely to be here. It's a great honour. Thank you for coming. Yeah, it's and such a a quick amount of time. Absolutely. Where did that 35 years go? Well, that's what we're about to find out. Yesterday. We're going to drill down into those 35 years. And the first question is how, when, and where did you become a drama educator? Well, I, we of course, were contemporaries at uh, Melbourne State College. Mm-hmm. I started in uh, 1974. Yes, I got that wrong, but it was 74. 74, yeah. And uh, I, in those days, the ministry used to come out and recruit at schools, and I thought, oh, because I wanted to become an actor, of course. But mum and dad didn't think that was such a great idea. So when the education department offered this idea of a drama teacher, I thought, oh, that could be great. Yeah. And then I happened one Sunday afternoon when I was in year 10, I happened to be watching the ABC and there was a documentary called Three Looms Waiting, which was a documentary about Dorothy Heathcote, Heathcote yes. who was very the drama teacher du jour of the 70s, I think. And uh, it was about she was working in a factory, but her passion was drama education. And so she started working in drama and education. Mm-hmm. And she eventually, of course, she came out to uh, Melbourne State College. She, she was brought out by Drama Victoria, yeah, I think, she well, was. which was then Vardy, of course. Uh, and I worked with her. I would just, well, we did this project together. So they were kind of the things, I suppose, that kind yeah. of um, got me involved. I remember her coming to the State College. Yeah, it was a very interesting project. We went for a whole week. That's with, right. With the uh, primary school kids. That's right. I remember it. And um, at the time, she was very, she was emerging, but I don't think, and there was a sense of greatness, but I don't think we realised how amazing she actually okay. Sure. was or would go on to be and how influential she would be. Sure, but it was very much about her. I mean, that that was going to work for her, but mm. was it going to work for everybody else? Because yes. it was very much teacher and role, of course, yes. at that point. The teacher and, is the and expert. Absolutely, That's and right. really facilitating all of the drama very strongly that was going mm. on. Mm. So that was going to work for her, but could that be for everybody? Yeah. And that was really the search, I think, in the 70s was really what is drama is uh-huh. it is it is it a subject or is it a methodology and that we we grappled with that we did. through the 70s and into the 80s yes yes trying to trying to sort of give it an, a name and a shape 
Well, that's right, because we, uh, we all knew it was going to work. It, it, it worked, but we, we lacked content, I think. We lacked a skill set. We, we lacked a range of things, and that was... It took us Rooms a long to time. Rooms to work in. That's right. <laughs> that's right, the old shelter sheds. Oh, that will do. You'll be nice. We'll paint it black for you. Don't worry about the rain. That's right. That's I'll right. be fine. That's right. Yes. So, Melbourne State College. Yes. And then out... Yes, I was teaching. Yep, so I um, was sent to Cobram High School. To Cobram? Two so years. regional, fact, yes, which up, is pretty amazing. Yeah, I was up on the Murray River. So and I've still got the scars to prove it. <laughs> but look it was it was very interesting. I met some really nice people and um, yeah. it was fun. Cutting teeth up there and then I was there for two years and then came back to Sunshine and I've spent most of my career in the northern in western the northern suburbs of Melbourne. Yeah. Changes. What changes have you witnessed over the time that you've been teaching? Well, I think the biggest thing is that we actually have content. It's amazing because we we were lambs to the slaughter of them when mm, we received yeah, that. Yeah, because very we unknown. were um, the games generation. Um, it was a lot of like improvisation, theatre, sports type mm. stuff, mm. but which I, I suppose I sort of replicated in classes, but then it was like, well, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, that was like by the end of term two, all that had run out. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest thing was actually having, getting a curriculum. That's been, I think, the biggest thing. Yeah. We've actually got a skill set we've got that is examinable, we have assessment tasks, that it's going somewhere, it's sequential, those sorts of things. And, and we also, I suppose, have a language that we all understand. Yes. Um, Very important. Uh, and that we did, we, we lacked that. I mean, we all talked you know, about expressive skills, but it wasn't called that. People would call it various things, but if I said expressive skills, you would know exactly what I mean, as would every drama teacher mm. now, but we didn't have those sorts of things. Mm. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things. Uh, I, think, I think expertise at teaching the content has also improved enormously. Oh, absolutely, you because know, people have stayed with it, that's right. Yeah, and once upon a time, if, even if you'd done a workshop once at, at some sort of church hall or something, yep. you could go in and take a drama class. Now it's increasingly acknowledged that it's a specialist that's area. Right. absolutely. And there's Very expertise so. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think they're definitely the biggest changes, Robert, absolutely. Yeah. Highs and lows... Um, I had a thought. I had to think about this. I think probably, um, I don't know. I think I would have to say it's probably sound a bit corny, but doing productions and shows, I think, is probably one of the best things I've ever done as a drama teacher. Really. Yeah. I've, I've had a chance to. I wrote most of the stuff that I've done. Um, just to take kids from this very sort of you know very poor lack of skills etc to build them to, to you know all to, to nurse them through as well you know to get them to opening night and then that absolute thrill and the high that kids get from being on stage I think that's wonderful and that you facilitate that and you've also been um, instrumental in creating memories for those students because I, I always mm. think back to the shows that I did at school and mm. I remember them so clearly yes. and they I don't remember what I did in year nine geography or whatever but I remember the show and I know that the kids that I've worked with will always remember the shows yes, so that value, to me is great the value and enrichment of those experiences yeah. and, and and a number of our legends have have referred to that just in the way you did then mm. and talked about you know the students 
the value that students hold that experience in, oh, absolutely. And, and, Just and it makes all of that work and that effort so absolutely meaningful absolutely for you. and just for various kids with sort of different skill sets but to see them come at various points but they all come together at the end it's just mm. and parents and, and it's a community thing it's a big thing for the school mm. it, it's, it's about a lot of things it is it's, it's, it's a very holistic thing isn't absolutely. it it involves so many ripples in a pond sure uh, come out of that and so on the other hand I think yes, the low is, is when I, I um, have been at my school for a number of 16 years and um, I had the opportunity to go and work at an international school in the Middle East, which was fabulous as the mm. first drama teacher, mm. which I uh, took. So I built this sort of tradition of a show and, you know, this uh, kind of a culture, I suppose, a performance. And um, as soon as I left, the whole thing sort of fell apart. And, and, and that sort of often happens because there's often one teacher who kind of is, is instrumental in, in getting things off the ground, be it you know the, the poetry club or whatever various things or the sporting teams or whatever mm. but I was very disappointed by that I just thought you know um, and I suppose I was going to say in terms of advice with drama teachers which I know is coming up but yes, there seems to be this trend yeah. you know with certain, I don't know, not necessarily possibly in private schools but certainly in some state schools for a lot of drama, younger drama teachers to say oh production's too hard it's too much work because, you, as you know, you have to work in the holidays, you have to work at yes. weekends, and, and that's your lot, I reckon, as a drama teacher. And the planning of it and the, the preparation of it and then, and then the coming down from it and just getting everything that's right. it's, it's dismantled. A it's a, a juggernaut of Absolutely. a thing. Sure. And, and I just think that's really sad that if we're not going to... If, if, I mean, I'm not saying that's for every drama teacher, but no. I'm, just, I'm just aware that that is something that's happening... Um, in some schools and I would say to young drama teachers if you want to get drama off the ground if you want to have a program you ha and you have to have a production because yes. that gets kids involved in drama and also increased enrolments yes it, 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 keep, it keeps it from being just a very elite thing that some very you know talented students do it That's opens right. it up or, to the whole community oh you could do drama because well you know you can, yeah. can't do anything else so you'll be great at drama and we yeah. get a lot of that oh still kids yeah. kids are sort of you know guided into Oh, you know, do year eleven drama? It's like, <laughs> right, that's a really good choice. Yes, for this, I know. For this I know. Student, one yeah. thing that I had a struggle with a number of years ago, not so much anymore, was: is the school production a pastoral thing, or is it actually about uh, kids who have developed talents that they uh, deserve to be able to to sure. showcase. So it's like saying, well, the rowing program, you know, we're just going to put anyone who wants to row in that boat mm. for the finals. Yes. Or is it about, well, these kids have worked hard, they've worked long, they've got the talent, they've got the skills, so they deserve yes. to be That's there. Right. Or is it a marketing exercise? Or is it a marketing exercise? Uh, because the principal who hasn't increased your budget for the last 10 years is very happy to be there on opening nights, you know, in, in the high of the whole thing and the success with the parents, I yes. notice. Yes. But, you know, one has to sort of, you know, make do with you know, whatever. Whatever. So, yeah, so it's, um, mm, it's very true that there are a range of things. So there, can, there can be lows, but drama teachers seem to be very pretty resilient, long-lived ones, resilient and remain very optimistic. So... Mm. Um, 
let's segue into mentors and collaborators that have have supported and enabled you over the time. I think, well, the, the single most... I mean, I've done a, a number of things, so with Vardy and John Victoria, but the single most important thing that I've been involved in was the development of the BCE. So Rod Parnell, um, I think, is a genius. Um, mm-hmm. He set up, uh, I think, a, a, an extraordinary system. I mean, probably unparalleled anywhere else in the world. I know it's a big claim, but I mean to have drama and theatre studies running and the understanding of what that is. The actor and the role and creation of role and character and then the play and performance Mm. and that they are quite distinct. But of course interlocked of course but the study of those things to to separate them I think is just extraordinary and that he argued for that through with the VCAA and won and got it to happen and then and it's actually not an argument that goes away because it it was challenged again quite recently and Mark Bailey earlier pointed out that we are most fortunate Mm. and unusual in that we do have the two separate studies yes yeah absolutely so I think the I think the being involved in that was just I learned so much mm-hmm. I um, professionally but I also had an opportunity to work with people because I'm in the state system but to actually work with people in the private system mm. and, and who've become friends and colleagues um, has been it was a wonderful sort of opportunity so I would say Rod is has you know and the trickle down effect of the VCE into mm. the rest of the curriculum we can't be underestimated again enough. Um, Three other people, I suppose, who really stand out for me, Julie Clark, Margie Bainbridge, Mm -hmm. and Anne Holt. Okay. Are three amazing, dynamic um, women and drama educators who I've learned a lot with, who have been, it's been a great privilege to work with them, and I call them my friends. I've learned so much from them. Mm -hmm. I mean, lots and lots of people, but those, I suppose those three um, women in particular. That's right. And working in the, the North and the West, Julie and Margie and I, very similar. Mm-hmm. So we've sort of set up, you know, um, networks um, to support drama teachers in the North and Western suburbs, something that's still going today, um, as we used to do with the ensemble, 10, 15 schools, the teachers get together, write an ensemble, mm. and then everyone goes away and then they come back and perform yeah. um, together. Good for over, all over. stakeholders. Wonderful for the, the kids, of course, to see you know, two whole days of non-naturalism. Yeah. Wonderful, because a lot of our yeah. kids don't get to go to the theatre very often. But for the professional development for young teachers, because often you're the only drama teacher in the school, mm-hmm. to see a range of work to be involved in assessing... Um, to see what good work looks like. Yes, that sort of thing yes. is just... It's been an extraordinary experience and I know um, has been very... Um, it's been good, very, really good. What about our favourite... Uh, well, no, let's, let's cut to... Because you've talked about favourite experiences. Any others apart from the involvement with Ensemble and VCE... Uh, um, any other, a, oh, a musical? You, you yeah, say working on production. Yeah, productions. has been that's been fun. Um, I also had some work with. Um, there was a big sort of push with dance and movement in the eighties, uh, early nineties. That was really interesting to become yes. involved with and to actually push dance into schools. That's been that was a really interesting thing. 
and something, I mean, not that I was instrumental in it, but certainly um, certainly within certain schools that I was working at the time, um, to get dance off the curriculum, off the ground, that was really exciting. Yeah, very um, significant. And look how big dance is now in the eyes right. of the community, the broader community. That's right. So celebrated and that's so, right. it's so prominent and prevalent. Secrets to your longevity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you have to have a sense of humour. And that's you've got really, that in really, Trump's absolutely, Peter. But it's really important. You've got to be able to laugh at yourself and laugh at the school. <laughs> and you think, <laughs> oh, my God, they're not going to do that, surely. Um, <laughs> or is she still there? That's, that's right. So, you know, you have to have a sense of humour. Um, it's, look, it's hard. It's hard yakka getting up every day. Um, certainly working, you know, a facing year 7 drum at 9am at my age is is not easy. And I've sort of, sort of moved, you know, I've, I've sort of moved out of drum a little bit. Um, because it, it's just to drama, I think you'd have to be young. You've got to have that sort of energy. Yes, you know? it, it is a very energetic well, that's because you're profession. Up, you, you don't just sit there behind a desk and, you know, oh, we're doing this exercise or whatever. You have to be up and doing it with the kids and modelling stuff and mm. acting out stuff and, and doing it with them to kind of get them involved, mm. I think. So, um, yes, all that's sort of really important. Um, so your sense of humour? Sense of humour. What um, else do you yeah, think um, it takes? Well, I think you also have to have a bit of a sense of politics as well, and you develop that in the school. And mm. um, because you're working in usually in an arts faculty, KLA, whatever you want to call it, and you've got to, you're representing your subject, you've got to sort of push it, mm. and things like productions and whatever and opportunities for performance around the school, it will be whatever it is on, yeah. you know, so various days, but, but that give, giving drama a public profile I think is really important, yeah. absolutely. And being an ambassador and an advocate for your subject, your discipline. That's right, or you know, on a regional school level, regional level, mm. um, those sorts of things I think have been important. And in the end, alcohol, Robin, as I think I said. <laughs> Shh, That's right, booze. That. So, Peter. Robin. It's been really good to speak to you. It's been lovely. The, the trip down memory lane. It's I know. Been great. And so many pearls of wisdom. Oh, you know, I, hope so. I, I feel like breaking into glorious song. You know, <laughs> I'm a survivor. This is a survivor. Um, so, really lovely to see you again. Lovely and when I look too. at you, I still see that young boy, that <laughs> bit naughty, jumping naughty around <laughs> in black. Remember our black, black leotards, leotards flared, doing drama, doing drama. This is great. Yeah. In the seventies, wow. Flared black leotards for the boys and girls. It was right. pretty out there. It was in the mad building. It was. And can I sort of say we're going to wrap up? But look, you know, what a fabulous job. John Victoria does. It's, it's a wonderful yeah. organisation. Conference is always fabulous, provided some superb um, workshops and things for people and I think really deserves a pat on the back for all the work that it does because it's a, it's a wonderful organisation. Because often the drama teacher was the only person. Yep. Can be very lonely. That's right, so absolutely. Reach out. Absolutely. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for having me. Lovely. Great to see you Good again. Good to see you too. <laughs> My story. <laughs> Well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other Mama interviews you might like to listen to, so please do feel free to go and find those and have a listen. Thank you to all the people involved in conducting the Mama interviews. The list is extensive. 
Happy 50th birthday to Drama Victoria, and thank you to the 50 legends for giving us their time. If you would like to ask the aside a question, or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>